Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling Toss salads and scrambled eggs Mercy And maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged <laughs> But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs They're calling again Scrambled eggs all over my face What is a boy to do? Buddy, what's up? What's happening, bitches? Um, I don't know if we're gonna stay with that. Uh, my name is Tim. That is short for Thames. Joined here this week. It's a vacation show for me. I'm here with my good, uh, good old friend, Mr. Zach Kohler. Zach, say hello to everyone. Hey, everybody. Thanks for uh, being with us tonight. <laughs> Zach and I used to do comedy for beer. Actually, it, get on the middle of this. It cost me more than beer. It, it, uh, <laughs> yeah, me and you used, used to lose got to money. a point, yeah, where we were paying to do comedy, basically. <laughs> and that's what tonight is basically going to be about. We will review a beer here and there, but I just think it's a cool story. Um, yeah, like how I met you. I remember you were folklore from my friend Mike. Folklore. Well, he was like, "You got to meet this guy," because he knew I was d- starting to do open mics. He's like, Mike worked at a restaurant at the time, and you sold beer to him. So you were, you were hanging out with him, and eventually you set up an open mic, and Mike was like, all right, I'm going to pair you two up. And then me and Mike proceeded to get inebriated, and I thought, well, I just blew it, because he probably thinks I'm a crazy person now. <laughs> and a couple days later, you text me, and you're like, that was so much fun. I'm like, oh, sweet, we're in this. It was like a, like a middle school <laughs> boyfriend, right? Like You're like, oh, he likes me. He likes me. <laughs> Uh, no, I remember that. Um, well, and you know, compliment to you, you were actually good. But like at that time, like you get used to talking to so many like fucking weirdos that think they can do stand up. You know what I mean? Like they, you know, they're and they're just like they want to tell you every joke and their whole start to their end. You uh-huh. know what I mean? So I can only imagine how it is for like real comedians. Oh yeah, I know. You know? I've never called myself a real comic. I've only ever been an, an open micer. I mean, I've gotten paid a few times, but I would say I'm like an open micer. And a half, like you know what I mean. I've been paid a couple times, but I've been not paid way more than I've been paid, and I paid in. So I don't know if that like brings me back to even, or <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I remember too. Like, um, I want to say it was that first night. Um, I lost my train of thought. Go on. shoot. <laughs> it's like the first night we met all over again. Yeah, you, d- you don't do it yourself. No, but um, yeah, that was cool down there. I mean, <clears throat> so it was. Oh, I know. Sorry, go ahead. you were saying with the stand-ups, how you're like. Everybody sucks at comedy. We all sucked. But I'm like, comedy, once you get like a little bit better than like the people that you're with, it's like you st- kind of start getting like, you can't be snarky, but you are thinking like, oh, this is, I got to sit through this again. And it's like, it is an art form, but it's the only art form that other people think they can do. For sure. And Nobody everyone like, like and, and the thing with doing stand up, even at our level, again, and I'm using air quotes when I say do stand up is you tell people you do stand up or like you're meeting new people 
and they always want to tell you a joke then. You know what I mean? Like, oh, use this one. You can use this. Yeah. Use Go this ahead and use this. Bit. Is and this going to end up in your routine? <laughs> right. And it's like a joke about, you know, like something, you know, and it's, here's the thing about comedy that I think I always loved. There was two bits you had that I loved. Um, one of them was the pant size uh, rankings with girls, like the number. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, and Tim can explain that to you in a minute. But my favorite, like, line you had was, you've been a stay-at-home son for X amount of years. However old I was at the time. Yeah, I used that joke for five years. It's just such a good, years. like, you, you could always, like, walk up there awkwardly if you wanted to. Like, I always thought, I remember we would talk and, like, I always admired your writing because, like, you could just, like, go at it. And I always thought you took it way more, like, seriously, professionally than I did. Like, whereas if I, I think if I would have met you now... Instead of then when I met you, I think me and you would have like, because I was just like at that time so stone with the wind, stoned. Like I didn't care to do. <laughs> this was like fun for me. This is fun with my friends. I'm staying in town, but I'm not traveling. I'm not building a website. Yeah. I'm not gonna. What's a what's a podcast? Like you yeah. were, you know what I mean? Like and and you were credit to Tim. You know I hate to give him credit, but he <laughs> was saying those things like four or five years ago. And if if I would have met you now, where I'm serious, you know, it would have been like, oh, that'd have been perfect. So I quit. I sometimes do a set here and there if the opportunity presents itself, but it's not. You you traveled. You can assume there's not a lot of shows happening around me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right now, but maybe so- Leavenworth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I played their stadium. Um, <laughs> did uh, so. You're back into it then. So I, I so I was into it. Uh, for a while there, I did like the the funniest comedian in the Twin Cities contest. I was getting paid to do Christmas parties, and I was hosting that thing at the Mankato Event Center for like a year. And then, like, it, you kind of we joked about, about we'll get that. into it. Yeah, I mean, basically, so That's the Event sad. Center. For those of you familiar with Mankato, like, if you've been to the Underground, it's above that. It's actually a pretty cool venue, I would say. You know what I mean? Like brick wall kind of. You had to pay to be there. Right. So, yeah, the bottom line was the caterer would be there, but we had to pay to use the venue, and it was like 250 and then the comedians combined were like... And then you're, you were booking shows there to get people there. Right. So you were being not just... You were a promoter. Like, promoter, booker, um, like host most nights, sometimes feature act when the act would drop out, and I would have to find openers, and I was running the open mic, you know what I mean? Yeah. And all that was... <clears throat> sorry for getting off the mic there. All that was like... Literally, it got to a point where we made like money two or three shows. One of them was one you opened for with Steve Gillespie. We were just talking about that. It was like five years ago. That was one of the best nights ever. And you signed such a shitty deal that I could have told you all. I could have handpicked all these comics and been like, we could have just Facebooked them. Well, here's the here's I didn't sign the contract. I funny business. Yeah, funny business. And Rob Lawson, Slanted Magazine. So oh, he's the I guy that came to me yeah. with this. He's like, hey, let's do something, Mike. I'll pay for X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. And then he was just like one of those dudes where I'm like, cool. It it, it was presented to me like, hey, we want you to host it every month mm-hmm. and then want you to do the open mic and we'll do we'll take care of everything else. And as, as you know, it didn't end up being like that. There was a couple <laughs> peaks. Like we made money on like two shows, broke even on two, but like the other five, like I remember we did one in May, graduation Thursday, and literally I think we lost like 400 bucks, like me and Rob. Yeah. It was awful. You guys um, were on the hook there. But we, you know, like... So you had to sell tickets, too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like We were doing, like, giveaways, and I'm working a regular nine-to-five job at this point, and I'm like, this is not what I'm about. And honestly, that's kind of what pushed me away from doing comedy. It was like, it became work. 
basically. Well, you were trying to create something that wasn't there. Mankato has never had a successful comedy scene before. Like, they've had a club here and there, but it hasn't been successful. It disappeared, you know? I would say, like, the only caveat to that would be TJ Finnegan's, like, 25 years ago, like, would get a lot of, like, I'm no joke, like, Louie Anderson and those type of people yeah, coming up through. Yeah, back when I was five. Yeah, <laughs> this is early 90s, but, like, coming up through Sioux Falls or, you know what I mean? Like They were routing. Fishing up On weekend. their way to Minneapolis. Right, and we had a, a couple pretty decent comedians, you know what I mean, that are the the uh, Minneapolis circuit type of guys, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Gillespie and Poulos and Russell and, you know, those type of guys. Mike Harrison. Yeah. He's big and Canada um yeah so like the what bothered me so much about that deal though was that you guys didn't get a say in who was coming they just sent you somebody from their roster and most times it was so they would send us like promotional pure uh promotional stuff for like two months in advance and then the wrong guy yeah and it would be like the wrong people and they'd show up and it would be like the different headliner and different feature act and we're promoting and it's like god we look like idiots and i'm inviting family and friends like it's getting to a point where i'm like begging people to come Mm -hmm. you know so so i got out of it for a long time i mean because like three or four years i took off and then did a couple open mics here and there and then got asked to do a couple christmas shows and it was like oh this is what it's like when it's like you know i can kind of go do my thing and um i've changed my style from where it was back then then it was as you remember like more like almost Dane Cook stadium-ish where you're like walking from point to point. It's so choreographed and every like, you know, I was you so worried have, about forgetting. You did have a hard act. I remember that. It was... You had good jokes, but I mean, after a while, I'm like, after I did my time, I would wait for you in the car. Right. Well, <laughs> and that's no joke. Like, you know how comedians say like, you do, like you're just telling jokes, you don't have your voice, and I still don't have a voice, but like I look back at those acts and it was like so mechanical, so... You you know what I mean? Like you you know the punchline even before you've heard the joke. If right. that makes sense. The last time I did a show, we got we're gonna go back to this. Was I made Corey? I'm you've heard him on this show. I made him do stand up because he lost a bet, and we used to have an open mic in town, and Ocho actually hosted it in Springfield. <laughs> yeah. What? Last summer, there wow. was this thing trying to get off the ground. It was mostly music. Okay. So I'm like, we're gonna go to, um. Le Bons, it was called. It's no longer around. Um, and I go, and I'm gonna <laughs> wonder <laughs> why. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's for sale. Um, there's a there was a stage Sorry there. If a sponsor. No, <laughs> no. I actually got for showing up there a ten percent off at Clay's. I'm like, sweet gift oh, card. Nice. That's that's worth it. <laughs> so Sorry I, to keep interrupting you. No, no, no. I interrupt you. Um, <laughs> so I I did the show there, and I wrote a bunch of local Springfield humor. And I'm like, this is the most fun I've ever had because it was all Springfield people. And I'm just, all I did was make fun of things. Sure. And they like, loved it, I bet. Local shit that right. I'm like, because this is they the only time I'll, able, I'll be able to get away with this. It's hack. Right. It's all local. But it was just funny. And I'm like, cause I wrote an, almost an entirely new set that I've never done before. Oh, sure. Cool. And I hadn't done stand-up at that point in like two years. So do you still write or did you write for that specifically? I wrote for that specifically. Okay. I kick ideas around in my head and I, I'll throw a note in the notes app, but I'm you never stop doing that. So do you like and don't want to pull back the fourth wall here, but do you like ever do that and then bring that stuff to the podcast? Like is that your outlet now as opposed to Sometimes. Okay. It depends. Yeah, I, I have written stuff that I've sit on it for two months and I'm like this is pretty good. Sure. I'll just kind of casually bring it up and 
every once in a while it lands. What is your like? Is your note section? Because I have this problem a lot. Like, is it like one line, or do you like uh, when you're in that your moment, note. you're like, yeah. Like, oh, I see what you mean. Because I come back to it a lot of times, and I'll be like, "What does pocket condom mean?" Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I have a lot more time, especially now in the winter at work, where I just go hide somewhere and okay. get it all out. Jerk off. And- yeah, essentially. <laughs> and then I pick up the phone. Um, yeah, it. I don't know, like. So anywhere you're going with the Laban show, just doing that comedy was it was nice to get up there. I'm sure after two years, huh? Yeah, and actually got laughs and. Made fun of people, made fun of myself a lot. Like, how was the crowd etiquette? Um, I thought it would be rowdy, but everyone shut up, and then people started laughing as soon as my first punchline hit. Sure, which that's is what always you always good. worry about. Remember that show? That's what I <laughs> want to go down the road. Is we did like twenty shows together that were fucking awful. The new Prague show. That's the, okay. That, the we snowstorm end, new. We got to end on that one. Yeah, I start with the for- Mulligans one though. Mullies. Oh, the Christmas party. I forgot you were there for that. Um, Dude, that's the first one I just walked off stage. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes! And you freaked out. I panicked. So, okay. I couldn't so, hear myself. I couldn't. So, I didn't even know if the mic was working. And, and then I just yelled out. I yelled out to the crowd. I go, hey. And they all looked at me and I go, all right. So I, And then I, I thought I had control of the crowd. And then they quickly turned their backs to me again. <laughs> And started yelling things at me. And I'm like, ah, fuck this. And I got off stage. So let me set this up. We had this. It was a, uh, I won't say the company, a roofing company's Christmas party, basically. Hardest dudes ever. Yeah. And it's at like this Western bar, which there is not, I don't want to draw this picture like you're going to get your ass kicked when you go in there. It's just like regulars. And if you're not a regular, what are you doing there? And they didn't like, it wasn't like a comedy room. It was a stage where you do karaoke and their regular bar was open. I think they even had house music on like when you took the stage still. Mm-hmm. Um, TVs were blaring. So it was just like not ideal. And when Tim went up there, like I was panicking before that, but when he went up there and f- talked through a guy's guitar amp. <laughs> it's always nice because they had a band playing, a cover band. When you walked off, I don't even know. Did I just take the stage? You and jumped on. You didn't even go side stage. You jumped in the middle of the stage, I remember. Yeah. And then I, just because basically- I, I got a fucking ride with you. So I had to stay there. <laughs> and then I got all these old ladies that were like, hey, hey, let me buy you a beer. It's all right. It's all right. You know, I'm just like, oh, my God, don't talk to me. Like, <laughs> I want to leave. <laughs> that was. And then I went up and just basically bombed for. You did your whole set and nobody laughed and nobody heard you and I'm just like, what are we doing? Like that was one of those brutal like I hate myself for two weeks sets. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was only two <laughs> weeks for you, huh? Um, well, yeah, that uh, I've had about five of those. Really, I, I did a party and the worst part was, I did my set. It was the same situation. My brother got me the gig. It was for a Christmas party. It's the one that made me quit comedy to begin with. Um, fully lit room, um, all industry peers that I still see, totally bombed, and then they paid me $300, so I felt like a piece of shit, because I got a huge paycheck. Sure, absolutely. I'm like, I don't want this money, like, I don't, I want, like, give me $15 in gas, and then I want to go home. <laughs> Do you remember the Christmas show we did? It was actually pretty successful at the golf club. That was a good one. Yeah, that was um for- Because we were supposed to be clean, and I just wasn't. So yeah. everybody laughed. Well, they said like, so before I do a corporate show, by the way, if you ever need to book me, Tim will get my details. Um, shameless plug there. Um, 
like you always ask the people here what's off limits what words can i say what content can i say and at that time i was just starting to like do that stuff so i was like i was more specific like words and i remember i did a bit about like child rape in the church and the the owner of the bank is like very catholic very you know what i mean it was just like uh oh what am i thinking and it made me look so much better right because yeah, i did a bunch re- of you killed it i did a bunch of like just dumb things i did when i was drinking jokes which everybody laughed at and they were always constantly turning around and looking at one person and i if i was smart i would have been like who are you guys looking at right like- <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing i've been trying to do lately is crowd work like that's one thing I like it, dude. Was slowing end, down, you know what I mean. Towards the end, I started doing crowd work. It's so much fun. I did some crowd work in Sioux Falls, like just asking people like what they hunt for and things. How like. was Sioux Falls? Sioux Falls is a, it's I want to do town. that. It's they closed. Oh. They're Boston's comedy club now. Oh. They were wackos. Boston's? No, now it's called Boss's Comedy, oh. and it's in the back of a pizza chicken place. It's built off of the scene that Wacko's was an actual comedy club. Okay. Goes under. All the comics get together. Some of them work at this pizza place, and now it's an actual comedy club. And they actually wow. have regular shows there booked every week. Anyone decent? Yeah. Okay. Like Sean Jordan. Huh. So they got, yeah, okay. Hmm. Well... Yeah, I mean, if we did 20 shows together, three of them were successful. <laughs> I, I mean, not no fault of ours, I mean, for the most part. But, yeah, I mean, it's fun getting back into it. It's it's impossible to break into that scene unless you're up there living there. F- In Minneapolis, you're talking about? Yeah, that's where you need to be if you right. want to actually do this. There's so many. Like, here's the thing. The longer you're in stand-up, like, and you see people you've never heard of, like you know doing feature and and you know doing the main act and it's like they're fucking hilarious and you've never heard them before you know yeah. what i mean like you just realize how much how much people are how many people are probably funnier than you and they're not making money doing this you know yeah you get your ass kicked right that's what it is but it is like there's you know, there's no drug, there's no adrenaline rush like it. Like, I'm not an earthquake, jump out of airplanes guy, but I'd assume that's the same rush those people get. Right? Uh, the earthquake people? <laughs> what did I say? Earthquake? Sorry. Earthquake, jump out of airplanes or, guys? Sorry, I meant... Um, uh, I don't think those people r- want that. Roller thing. coaster, sorry. Roller coasters and jumping out of airplanes, like adrenaline rush. I don't know where earthquake came from. It's this beer. It's a stout. It's actually good. Yeah. No, like I legitimately really like this stout. Uh, yeah, it's. Can we announce it or? Yeah, go ahead. It's a Waconia Brewing Company, which I love. Waconia cookies and cream milk stout, um, and a lot of stouts will say they taste like something. You know what I mean? But they won't. They won't actually taste like it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I know what you mean. This one does taste good. You want me to read it? Yeah, read it. No dunking required with our winter seasonal offering. Waconia Brewing Company presents to you Cookies and Cream Milk Stout, a taproom favorite and legendary dessert married into one. Cookies and Cream Milk Stout brings our award-winning milk stout recipe and amplifies it with the creamy sweetness of extra milk, sugar, and a dose of chocolate cookies. Of course it's good. They pumped it full of sugar and... (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, my teeth feel like they're going to fall out. Right. (laughs) My teeth feel like they're wearing sweaters. (laughs) Uh, I was just talking about that, speaking of that line. Like, when you... It's probably been a while when you've been like that hungover, right? But you wake up Sunday. and your mouth's so dry, <laughs> like it—it it literally does feel like, like your teeth. Ha- it's like leaving 
Um, Michael Costa used to do a bit about having 15 contacts on his eye, just one over the other over the other. Mm-hmm. It feels like you just have like 15 days worth of shit on your teeth. Yeah, 100%. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we should do comedy just again one time. I mean, if we did it like a, a bi-monthly in Mankato, you can make it work. Rounders was doing something for a while. And there's I know, a, there's but a pl- uh, St. Just, Peter is doing something, too. St. Peter's second story, yeah. they've been doing it. They've Michael been, Callahan, he's been, been there a while. Doing it for since before we were doing it. Right. But I think that the What's Up had it going on, but they don't care enough. I Once love that room. I, I worked did. there with... Uh, Dude, I had a good show Brandy. there, that show that you got me. Who is that with? I don't even know. I left. <laughs> I have no idea. That's I left right. as soon as... I didn't even get paid. I was supposed to get paid like 50 bucks or something. Oh, really? I just... I dipped out, and then I realized, like, oh, I, I definitely should have stuck around to gotten paid. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, dude, you d- you did the work already, so I... I, I mean, dude, go. I did 15 minutes there, and, like, it was mostly new shit. Like... I've done that room twice, and it sucked both times. Um, sorry. Why? It's a good... And one of the times was for Randy the Cheeseburger guy from Trailer Park Boys. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so that the reason so that one Wait sucked, a minute, Zach. You're like, before people, like, it, he's not name-dropping. Zach's the comedy guy in Mankato. There's no comedians in Mankato. Zach's been around the longest. He's established. I appreciate that. That's why, like, you always get called on when these promoters start, like, oh, we're bringing a comedian in. Is there a local we can get to open? And your name gets brought up by somebody. You always get to right. open up because of that. Yeah, I've been That fortunate. always made me jealous. Well, I appreciate <laughs> it, it. You know, I'll, I'll admittedly, like, not all of it's due to content. You know, I'm from Mankato. My family knows a lot of people there, so that's been a lot of it. But I've been fortunate to work with, like, a lot of people that I've not only watched on TV, but, like, seen do cool stuff. Like, honestly, still my favorite to this day is Tommy Ryman. Like, he came to do MSU. Yeah. And he, like... That was like the first time I was just kind of getting into a comedy like the first year. And that was like the first time I was like, wow, this guy's from Minnesota. You can be funny and be from Minnesota. Tommy you know? Ryman is super duper duper funny. Like He's hysterical. He had that whole run on Last Comic Standing. Yeah. Yeah, he is really funny and nothing came of it. Like he's not nope. famous or anything. But there's a, like, okay, so the Minneapolis scene is hard to break into also though because there's so much quality up there. Like you've got. Chad Daniels is one of the... F- I think he's my favorite comic right now. But you've got him, you've got Steve Gillespie, you've got Tommy Ryman, you've got... Cy Amundsen. Cy Amundsen, you've got guys like... Um, We're naming all white people, <laughs> all white males. True. Um, uh, uh, um, Greg Coleman. Yeah, there you go, there you go. But there, like, there's a lot. Like You go up there, Gabe Noah's a good one. Um, Mary Mack. You Miss know. Sharon. Um, but Tim Harmson. Um, but like, you go up there uh, and you... Brown, is it Bobby Brown? No. There's a uh, girl with the last name Brown. She's really, really, really funny. Ollie Salton. He won the yeah. funniest comedy, uh, comedian in the Twin Cities contest a couple of years ago. But, like, you go up to Acme on an open mic, and they may give out 20 spots. and like Brady thir- B. That's what it is. Sorry. Okay, perfect. 13 of them are, like, headliners there. Yeah. Oh, their Monday night show? Yeah. Yeah. I Apparently, if you, like, put a thing next to your name, it tells them that it's your first time, and then you get on. Little hack. The what? That's a little hack. Oh, yeah, but, like, I, I, I'm i usually a break-the-rules guy, but I have this feeling, like, Acme would be, like, this, the place where they'd have a database of names, and, like, you try to do that. I did Funniest Person Contest, like, four times. I did, I did it three times, but yeah. you just can't get paid to do comedy, <laughs> Which right? Which we all have. 
I, yeah. I was paid by you the Did year you I was competing against you. <laughs> Did that? you W to it? <laughs> it never existed then. Like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh shit, we did a prom show one time. You weren't there. It was um what? Um the Springfield Prom at Jackpot Junction Casino Hotel in Morton, Minnesota. Um Who's, Whose idea was the same guy that ran that bar with the open mic or No. <laughs> who was the white guy that was really into Bill Burr? Chris Kirshner. Chris. Yeah. He was interviewing to be a teacher. In Springfield, and just kind of casually brought up that he does comedy. Somehow got roped into post prom, and then asked me to do it. And then when he picks me up, um, John stiffens in the car with him. So I John, go, I forgot about him. So did I for a minute. And, um, it's all coming back to me. And then I remember getting into the car because he picked me up at my house, and I go, Oh, John's closing. Hundred <laughs> percent. He can go like forever. So I joked around a little bit. I told some. Like I'm like going through my notebook. I'm like I got some jokes about like stupid shit about like um, girls waiting forever for their prom dress and trying them on for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then the guys are like, "Got my suit, or whatever." <laughs> Fucking Chris tells that joke right in front of me. I go, no. I go, what? <laughs> How did so you told him the joke and he told it in front of you? Yeah. What it was awkward. Did he bring oh my god. I, at the time I thought I'm like, it's not that big of a deal, but looking back, I'm like, that was really stupid. I shouldn't have told him that joke. Whoa, that's an asshole move, man. But, so I just broke out my local Springfield material that I didn't want to tell because I like I said, that's hack, but I'm like, sure. this is a Springfield crowd. Who cares? Man? I just remembered I I said that because somebody we have some big ass grain elevator. And somebody climbed up and wrote class of 2012 on it. So uh-huh. I, I said that I did that. <laughs> and everyone, like, I remember seeing, like, two different girls, their jaws were dropped. Like, oh. <gasps> and I go, and it was really easy to get away with, too, you guys, because I graduated in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good joke. <laughs> it's well written. I made a joke about an e-cigarette guy. <laughs> I remember... This is super controversial because I said uh, I was playing blackjack and I saw a guy smoking an e-cigarette down there. I'm like, hey, buddy, this is the last place you're allowed to smoke real cigarettes inside. Put that thing out. You look like a gay robot from the future. <laughs> like if you say gay robot in front of a bunch of 17-year-olds. So <laughs> what was the administration like? Like I've seen John's material. Um, um, did he clean he it up? He crowd worked the whole thing. Oh. And what made me laugh really hard, because he was like... He's never seen a black person before, probably. Probably not. And I remember him being like, where's the cool kids table at? And he's just like, that's where I'd be sitting if I was here. (laughs) 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 I was losing my mind. I was laughing so hard. And then he's like talking about hunting or whatever. And he's like, yeah, you guys have to wear those tree shirts. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about camouflage. He called it a tree shirt. (laughs) (sighs) I did a show with John once in Wasika. Kirshner was actually there, too. Um, oh, at the box car. Yeah, I couldn't make it. No, yeah. I couldn't make it. I, I wanted forget, to. There was maybe David Cox was there. Do you remember him? No. Tall, tall I do, dude. I do remember though that we all got together, did an open mic. We all sat and drank beers at the table after, and we all said we all need to go and start asking other towns. Right. And that's how the box car came out of it. How did? Who asked the box car? I think Chris did. Yeah. See, this feels again, like a decade ago, dude. I feel like I was literally twenty-one or twenty-two. Probably. Seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Six, seven, eight years ago. I mean, 
I've lived a thousand lives since then. It feels like you know what I mean. I'm sure you you're ma- you're married and have a kid. I, I'm neither, but um, that was a fun show. Um, I had, <laughs> I had <laughs> I had John do a football fundraiser with me. Like the m- the more I talk about all these shows that I had buried in my like mm-hmm. brain, I never back wanted to, to remember again. I forgot about that prom one. <laughs> oh, it's like, but yeah, we did a football fundraiser. I think in like Fairmont or something, and. It was just not John's crowd that night. Was it for that pro semi pro team? Yeah. 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 I remember hearing about that. Yeah. I remember um, you saying they hated him. So Kicker started it, John Johnny Christensen, but he played for them. So he did like inside jokes that they all knew. He killed and then he played guitar, he had a couple funny songs. He killed and then John went up there and it was like crickets. And then I had to follow John and it was like, well, they wanted to kick her back on basically you know it felt like so <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the vibe i got but i mean there's nothing worse than doing comedy to people that don't, don't want comedy yeah, what about all. that show that we did were you there you might not have been you might have been like i was texting you i think when the cubs were in the world series i i bought into that run so i think i was a cubs fan so i probably wasn't at the show and it was in Mankato. It was one of the long bars on when you're looking at where Buffalo Wild Wings was. It was on the left side. I don't remember which one it Rounders? was. Rounders? No, no, it was a block back. Oh, Pub 500? No, maybe like Savoy. Mullet, the 13. It was like Lucky 13. It was. It doesn't exist anymore, and now it's something Lucky else. Lucky Bucket. That's what it was. Okay. No, it might have been Savoy. I don't know. Okay. Anyways. Cubs were on. Um, they'd mute the game and say, "All right, we have a uh, comedy show." Ocho's bit. I'm like, "Oh man!" I was telling him, "I'm like, I'm not going on. Like, I'm gonna leave here actually." And he's like, "Nah, nah, nah do some time, do some time." I'm like, "Dude, it's the fucking World Series, and we're right. muting it for comedy." Like, and I set myself up. Of course, it didn't work. Whoa. Nothing worked. And like the comics that I'd never met before, they laughed. So I stayed for their set and I laughed at them, but I'm um, just for courtesy. But right. the whole crowd was like <sighs> slamming their beers and walking out. Right. <laughs> That's what you just said about watching the other stand up comedians is like the open mic epitome of life. Like basically being courteous to other people, but like really hating your life the entire time, like immediately regretting going to that open mic. You know what I mean? Uh, at least in this area. This isn't Twin open Cities mics open mics. Open suck around here, dude. Oh, we they're just awful. don't have the talent pool that you do at like, like when I was at Sioux Falls and I went on, I held my own, but man, there were some good people there. I mean, Goonies used to have one in, in Rochester. There were some decent people that were down there, I thought. Yeah, and Goonies, I haven't looked them up in forever, but I feel like they reopened. They closed and reopened, yeah. But it's it's not a pizza chicken shop um, like the place in Sioux Falls, but it Boss. is like... I've it, never, I haven't been there like yet. I just some type them. of... Um, there was always a restaurant downstairs, but now it's like more of like they do comedy. I think rare, like it's not weekly. I don't think, or the open mics aren't. I don't believe. I wish we had a room around here, like we could meet in the middle, like just a common ground New Alm room. Could go Can there. You imagine New Alm comedy room though. Every Thursday night, just go there, and in, in loose rules, not Acme rules. I could do ten minutes if I want. I could do sure. five minutes if I want. Right. Like. That would be ideal, because then I would constantly be starting to write things. The problem is, is like even in Mankato, you. Th- 
I almost think you have to get the university involved more, you know what I mean, or try to do something because, like... Dude, that Coffee Hag show, remember that? Yeah, that went yeah. Oh, really yeah. well. That was right before Christmas. That was fun. That was, we dude. got some cool photos for that, like cool promo shots. Yeah, I took those, so there's no pictures you of me. really? So there's no pics of me. Uh, <laughs> I look great in those. Thank you. <laughs> um, that was a fun show, too. That was for our Mankato Comedy website. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I forgot about that website. Do you remember how, why we got that show? No. Do you remember the headliner that night? Mm-mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we, can we, how do we talk about that? <laughs> All right, flamboyantly gay. Yeah. And that's why it was a if coffee If anyone egg, you saw like the second season of American Crime Story on FX, he was the Andrew Cunanan. I did not, st- don't get that reference. Inside joke. Okay. Once you look it up, though, you'll laugh later. So, no, he was super duper nice, but that's like the only way they're going to allow comedy at the coffee hag. For sure. Because that's uh, very, like, what what would you say? It's a cafe open to everyone, like rainbow yeah. flags in the. It's very gluten free, free range, yeah, all inclusive. Great yeah. people, but we're tiptoeing around it. We're trying our best. Jokes, to <laughs> I think, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're trying not to be offensive. Yeah, and I'm honestly not trying to be offensive, but yeah, yeah it's how no, you say it, it? it was. It's a good so, room. Like his jokes, like I feel like we killed it, and then he went up, and he destroyed, and I'm like. This sucks. Like you're terrible. Right. He said just a lot of offensive things. Uh, uh, yeah. About I, the acts of. What I think he, was he doing. did hacky gay jokes, but yeah, it was like his. He was just getting into stand up in L. A. and was coming back to Mankato for Christmas. Like, dude, the thing is, is like he's talking about getting railed in yeah. the ass. I'm like, oh yeah. Oh my god, where's the punchline? No, there wasn't one. That was it. <laughs> that was just like a nostalgic time, though, because I love Christmas. That was like six, seven years ago. That was a great room. That was a good show. Did we get paid for that? Yeah. No. No, we didn't. But it was fun. And I remember us all being bummed that there wasn't beer there. We all tried to be like, what do you have for anything alcohol? And they're like, nothing. We're like, yeah. nothing. Like, you don't have your own little bottle of wine in the bag. should have gave that away. They were seriously trying to give us, like, oh, we can hook you guys up. We're not going to pay you, but you guys want any? Like, we have these sodas, and we have this <laughs> and that, and we're just like... I think I got a Frappuccino. <laughs> I don't actually. like coffee, so I'm like, all right. I'm like, when are we hitting the bar? Because I was staying in town that night. I'm like, where's the bar? <laughs> um, We should talk... Sarge, you talk to him much anymore? A little bit. Okay. He was the... Uh, best man in my wedding <laughs> oh really yeah well, i guess that's that's enough though he's a good dude he's the guy that introduced us yeah that's mike <laughs> yeah oh yeah i call him sarge he probably hates that actually i think i found out there's somebody else that he did so i quit calling him that without yeah I pr- I, you don't have those conversations with your friends though yeah no they just <laughs> mike's the type of guy though would never that would let you, you call him the wrong name and be the best man in your wedding hey mark yeah <laughs> He's like Jerry from Parks and Rec. Right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Let's let's do the new Prague story. Okay. You start it. You travel like two hours to do that. <laughs> Dude. Are you sure you're ready for that? That show. So Zach would always get these 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 awesome like these cool little shows that weren't in Mankato and then he would be like come with me I'll give you half the check or whatever to open for me and as any comic knows you want anything you want a person going up there and like 
fucking spinning plates on a straw would be good. Like going in cold is the worst thing ever. Going in sure. without an opening, just walking up on stage and saying, um, hello, everyone. Like, no, like that's why Acme is the best because they do that thing where the lights go out and then they play a song and then they have somebody that isn't on stage or anything from behind the booth saying like, you know, welcome everybody. Like, right. you know, stay off your phones if you can, all that stuff. And then they go, and from last comic standing, here's, and then that's a great intro, right? Right. Builds, what happens to me? The expectation. What happens to us? It's fully lit, and we just walk out on stage and go, <clears throat> hey, so last week I was at the grocery store, and everyone's starting to quiet down, and you're right. like, this is so awkward. Yep. <laughs> There's a lot of those. Lots so, of those. Uh, pretty much every show. Um, so New Prague was a whole nother animal. <laughs> well, should we set like this, like the format of the bar? Because I feel like that's important. So it's... It's like a big pit that's open. Right. So there, it's like a There's two a stage. stage. So from the stage, which is basically a corner on a dance floor. Yep. There's like probably 200 square feet in front of you, 300 square feet in front of you. And then a bar, like eight, eight, ten stalls long. And then stairs up directly f- like 10 feet back from the stage up into an upper level of pool tables, dartboards, music machine, all that. Mm-hmm. Very small bar. Yeah. Would you say that sets the scene? Yeah. And I believe when we got there, there were two people there drinking at the bar. Well, and if you'll remember, there was supposed to be a guy from New Prague that everyone knew that was like promoting the show that I think was going to like host and open, but he didn't show up. No. That was part of it too, wasn't it? No. The guy that... Okay. The crazy... That guy? Yeah. I thought that's who that was supposed to be. But he, what happened to him? He, okay, so we had some dude that was clearly on coke running the show for us, right? Like, he was gacked out of his mind. <laughs> right? Yeah. And he's like, oh my God, you guys, it's it's a great room. It's going to be a good time. You're going to have so much fun. It's going to be great. You know, I'll, I'll go up there. I'll go, watch me, watch me. And then he gets up on stage and he tells the dumbest jokes you've ever heard of, just filthy sex jokes. And me and you are sitting there. I think your girlfriend at the time was there, right? Yep. And yep. that so there are now five patrons in the bar if we're all drinking and one bartender. And he tells his jokes to no one. They literally had their backs turned toward right. him. They were all playing pool mostly, I think, and then the other people were sitting at the bar. No, I swear to God, there was two people when we got there, and eventually three dudes came in and threw darts in the back. Maybe you're right. We waited because we said, let's wait. Oh, yeah. Let's wait and see if it fills in. And we go, and by the way, that's an open tab for us. We told them that. I remember because I'm like, I'm not paying for these Budweiser's. (laughs) And and another thing Tim should mention is we got probably like eight inches of snow that night. (laughs) (laughs) And he drove, what is that, two hours? Yeah, roughly. Four hours round trip. Yeah. And I don't know what it was for. It was probably for like 60 bucks for me. (laughs) I don't Honestly, remember. yeah, I I think we both made jack shit. I think we we're supposed to make part of the door. I got sold a bill of goods, but that's how it is with like a lot of the yeah. So I went up and just I oh. did my whole act just for fun. Like I was having a blast. Like I was up there just doing my whole thing and just trying to get these people to turn around. Trying, I'm like making fun <laughs> of the. What did I say? I said I called the guys throwing darts because they had like Harley Davidson shirts on. I think I called them Sons of Anarchy or something. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something you would do before I would come on stage. <laughs> <laughs> 
Try to turn all five of them against me. Did you go on stage that night? I think I barely did. I don't even remember if you did. I think or not. I went up there because t- did you walk off that one too? Like no, I, I well yes, a- but I'm like I wasn't. It wasn't embarrassing. Like no. I didn't feel bad because I'm like this is a shit show. There's four people here, so I just like yelled about shit and talked about how <laughs> dumb this place was, and then I got off stage. Not because I got booed off. I think <laughs> I went up there and played the hits, the two or three hits at that time. No one laughed. The do rag. <laughs> yeah, that was one of them. <laughs> um, played the hits and then just got off stage. I did. I did that that bit for the first time in a long time. I did a really cool like, it was this Christmas party at a house actually? Um, but we can talk about that later. But it was like it was a really cool casual setting that Dude, you got to do some cool shit. I've wanted to since day one. Like I want to have a party before we do this, and I want to do stand up down here and pack this basement because I got that system down there. The turntable would be system doable. Down there. And I got all these mics so I can hook them up to it. Like, I want to have like a little stand-up party down here, and then just turn music on at the end of the night and just drink down here. If you do that, I'll. I'll well, I need sleep you. Down I need here. more than one comic. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need. It's a good. Yeah. I would say do a house party, but like at the same time, you could fill an hour if you did that, though, Tim. I think that's too much. Well, it is for the but, but for like, the environment. But, I would say let's do a half hour total, fifteen each. Right, but I'm saying like you could do an hour of material if you wanted to. Like you don't need that many comedians. You need two. Yeah, but I would say like a half hour would be perfect down here, yeah. and that's what I would do. And I would say like. It'd be like the week before I have to have this place cleaned up because we're going to start construction or something. Sure, and just fucking destroy it. No, no. (laughs) We want to box all this. We want to box the archives up. (laughs) It's my first podcast. I'm destroying the entire fucking studio. Yeah, I mean the bar can get destroyed. That's coming out. All right, we'll agree on that. I built it too tall, anyways. I don't know. I think it's a. I just it's a good stand-up bar. I did it's it for not going to freak me out. I did it for standing up that bar because I I used to have a TV right there, or and I used to have one right here. Like whatever, too many TVs, so I pulled them out. But I would stand with the laptop <laughs> so you open went from two to none. So I went <laughs> fantasy football on the laptop, stand up and drink beer and have two games on. Brilliant. And then once I got rid of the TVs and stopped caring so much, I started doing better. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in school, kids. <laughs> I'm going to have another one of these beers. Yeah, go for it. Are you one of those pretentious guys that doesn't f- refrigerate your beer, or was that just strictly a move of convenience? Um, it was in the fridge all day. Kay. I pulled it out just to be ready 15 minutes before gotcha. you got here. You know those guys, though, that like... They don't want their beer too cold because they want the flavor. I'll say it. With stouts, it does make a little bit of a difference. Slightly chilled versus ice cold. With stouts, it makes a Give bit it to of, me. makes a bit of a difference. I think they do taste better if they are just slightly chilled. We should rank this beer too, by the way. Yep. I give it a... I'm going to say 4.25. I'm going to go with a 4 because I think I said, oh, I like that. That's an exact quote when I tried it. So, according to the scale over there. Can you see it? Yeah. Four is, <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> and that's exactly what I said. <laughs> so, I'm going to stick with four. So, it's very apropos. Yeah. <laughs> I looked over at that like halfway through this and I'm like, oh. I should have had that in front of you. 
Yeah. See, I've worked so many rooms, though, I knew how to identify it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, one thing I, I have to bring up, um, last week's show, I was talking about a text you earlier today. The medicinal, the medicine. Okay, so the, now we're two weeks. Oh, yeah, two two weeks, sorry. Yeah. Two weeks. Better, I got to get better at radio etiquette or podcast etiquette. Yeah, so two weeks ago, we're recording in the when you guys, uh, yeah, when you guys were talking about mushrooms and weed and all that stuff, I think the psilocybin mushrooms is that how you pronounce it? Psilocybin. Psilocybin has has some potential there. Okay. So I get these cluster headaches. So they've done some tests. Harvard Medical has done some tests in the last couple of years. Where like you said, cluster headaches in the text. I thought you just meant cluster fuck. Is cluster headaches a real term? It is. Okay, go on. Long and short of it, they're like migraines times a hundred. They're nicknamed suicide headaches. Okay, that's the number one reason you die is because a suicide from these headaches. They're awful. I don't care about any of that. The point is, is they've been using those mushrooms for to get rid of them. People that have had them every day for thirty years, Tim. Every day for thirty years. Those mushrooms haven't had them for three years, or have had two in three years. They just go on a little bit of a trip, and yeah, and they've been using it, it for like a chronic single use or one. Uh, it's actually three micro doses every five days for three. So sessions. what I was talking about on that show was I was saying that I don't necessarily like we should legalize marijuana, but we shouldn't necessarily legalize everything, but at least give people. No, I agree with what you're study. saying. I was just wanting to say. So I what th- I want to say is that if Harvard Medical. Aren't they Boston based? Yep. So maybe they already under the radar are studying this. So here's the problem is isn't they can't, it just Oregon? The, the guy is it's not passed by law that they can do this yet. The guy is a the professor is, was a medical professor at Harvard or whatever, or a medical doctor from Harvard that was a professor, got these cluster headaches, but he can't get any scientists or medical world people to sign off on it because it's three microdoses that cost absolutely nothing and these medications for headache companies aren't helping symptoms but people are paying for them uh-huh gotcha so the man yeah the government just needs to loosen up a little bit but i thought that was great conversation i agreed with you guys and we are between weed and sports gambling our state is missing out buco bucks do you think oh what do you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, sarcastic. Of course. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Speaking of sports gambling, um, Root Troop Sports, <laughs> we got to go down there because you've been on this show before just on yeah. the phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, you're the, like, let me patch him in. How the hell do you get multiple people on the phone at once? Um, I have I, no idea how that works. I think I did a three-way call with Yeah, you, how does I? that work? You're good at it. Whatever. <laughs> You're like, whatever, Tim. I'm just good at it. Go, Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had been on the show a couple times just calling guests. So Root Troop Sports was like my brother was like 10 years younger than me. just started uh, um, a fake bar stool. Yeah, fake bar. <laughs> and he didn't even buy a domain name, which is $10 a year. It was something.wordpress.com. They were so, you know, it was kids with a dream. And I started writing for them. I was like, hey, here's the deal. Like, I'll do all this shit for you. But I need some commitment. And then there was no commitment. And then it ended. Yeah. So, you appreciate need, your support, though. You need podcast. And you need, uh, like, a domain name to start with. Not just roottroopsports.wordpress.com. <laughs> I thought Luke was a good writer, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he could bring it up again. But 
I don't know. Change the name, maybe. Yeah, I <laughs> distance yourselves from that train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, you one. were really funny when we had you on the show because you could tell you had written shit. And yeah, no, this is fun, man. I what a three week run. <laughs> 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 it's actually the two year anniversary of that too. I think. Are you on just like Facebook memories or something? You're pulling up. Oh, well, it's a five year well, anniversary. Yeah, like all the shit Steve pops Gillespie up in the show. morning. You know what I mean? Like when you sign into Facebook or not sign in, but you pull it up and it's like, hey, you have memories with blah 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 today. Mm-hmm. You know, sorry, I care about my past. Looking forward to my future. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're a white girl named Megan. I, I am basic. Yeah. No, it's it's Taylor. <laughs> it's Taylor. Uh, um. You been watching any good TV lately? Uh, yeah. Don't remember what though. Seriously, uh, have you watched McMillions yet? Yeah, with the McDouchebag. I cannot. Stand you don't that like guy. him, huh? He's Agent Matthews. Yeah. Oh, I can't stand him. What do you hate about him? Oh my God, he's everything. Just, he's such a douche. He's like, well, I'm trying to sit here and do my job, but you know what? My job's boring. <laughs> I'm so bored. It's like, hey, buddy, I hate my job too. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think I prefer to like plow snow? It's because I get to listen to the radio. <laughs> I was <laughs> sitting in a heated cab. You think I want to sit there and chuck lumber into the bin? Uh, side <laughs> note: I was so excited to drive over here so I could listen to my podcast tonight. Like podcast I listen to because at home I don't often get to and we're watching TV and stuff together. Like that was the dude the highlight of my drive over here. I'm telling you right now, I'm so backed up on podcasts that that's gonna be half my week next week oh. or where where I'm at right now. <laughs> um, one one other question. Sorry, I'm way out out in left field and right field, but I wanted to ask you like, who, who have you been? Have you watched any stand up specials lately that have absolutely floored you? Um, or gotten into any comedians that I should know about? Well, Sam Morrill dropped one today, and I haven't seen it yet, but okay. he's super duper funny. Um, I've been really liking Joe Machi. I think you'd like him. Okay. Uh, Mark Norman, one of the funniest joke writers there is. Um, I think I saw him on Conan, like a couple, a clip from Conan, maybe a couple years ago. Could have been. He does Fallon a lot too. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I like the Nate Bargatze. Nate Bargatze should be an A-list celebrity by now. He's He's probably a top three comedian of all time. His show got canceled before it even aired. I don't. He. I think he could do a good show, but the Tennessee Kid is one of the best hours of comedy Mm -hmm. out there. Adam Caton Holland. Sorry, Adam Caton. I'm writing that name. How do you spell that? C a y t o n dash Holland. H o l l. C A Y T O N slash Holland dash Holland, yeah. Okay. It's um his last hour. His his last hour was just called performs his signature bits. It was so fucking funny. Um, you, you know, would like all three of his hours. He's got three out. They're all audio. Um, you know who I kind of forgot about for a while and started listening to again lately is Nick Thune. No, oh, he's so funny. Dude, his bit about the dog eating the edible. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Some of these guys disappear from the face of the earth. I think they're just raising their kids. Probably. Like Rory Scoville hasn't done much lately. I got wormholed the other night and I watched I was watching the getting dog with high yeah. live one with um what's his name? Harris. Whittles? Yeah. 
Oh, from way yeah, back R.I.P. then. Yeah, Harris was hilarious. That yeah, episode. he was super funny. He so never Rory, put anything down. Eric Andre was there. Eric Andre is funny as fuck. Yeah, he showed up with a dog in that one. <laughs> Dude, I think I used to be such a Doug Benson fan, and I still am, but I was a fan of his stand-up albums, and I think he got so goddamn lazy with stand-up that he should just he took a break because for a while he made it a goal to put out an album on 420 every year. His albums just got progressively worse because it was all just crowd work and like he would do his podcast but for an album I'm like, right i paid 10 bucks for this and honestly and this is coming from a guy that smokes weed all the time like his i smoke weed all the time bit just kind of like wore on me too like i don't know that doesn't bother me i get it's his persona but it's like we get it dude you're high his first i don't know all of his his first album and then all of his comedy central records albums were really 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 good and then he went back to his first label which was an indie label and it, that's where it started to go downhill i think like See, quality these are the wise, things you know wise. that i don't know quality wise that's what i like boy yeah you would like his comedy central Records stuff okay cuz it's really sharp and it's really executed and written out and like he has an album called like um hypocritical oaf which is really funny um I don't know. There's one where he's holding up a bar of soap, like the Fight Club logo with the album title in it. Fuck, I don't remember what it's called. I feel like I watched that one a while ago. Unbalanced Load was another really good album from him. But, yeah. He... Whatever, speaking of, like... His special was bad. He got a Netflix special called Doug Dynasty. And then... It was just okay. I will say that has been one one of the awesome things of netflix i love netflix but the stand-up specials like you know what i mean like oh dude you can count on a new burt and a new tom one or the other every year yeah and those two i think are on the same plane for me i like burt better i like tom better because i think he's a little bit better joke writer as far as like his stories are more entertaining and dude i love burt kreischer like i'm not putting him down but just saying that because like that machine special that he did on uh on on showtime that is one of the best stand-up hours. I, that, that story is one. Of, I, he's he's funny. But everything um, leading up to it. I mean, he's I knew the ama- machine he's was like, coming. I feel like Bert's one of those guys you'd meet, and he'd be like, ah, Bert's awesome. You know what I mean? Well, I DM'd with him a little bit. He was supposed really? to do our show, and he never called in. Ooh. I shouldn't be saying that out loud. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll cut that. Um, <laughs> we don't edit. Um, yeah. You know, Dimitri Martin was like one of the guys I remember when I first started doing comedy. Person was <sighs> an all-timer for that special, but then the one after it, these are jokes. Yeah. He um I always I only sl- always wanted to bring like one of those white the big picture pads. boards up with me and That's just- how much you wanted to steal his shit was to bring an actual <laughs> I just, I just thought it was funny, man. Like to give yourself the context of, like, you know what I mean? Because to me, it's funny it. to like, like I love when Stephen Colbert used to do the word, and the punchline is like, you're not delivering the punchline. Mm-hmm. The punchline is like next to you. That's funny to me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, the another one just popped in my head. Chad Daniels. Oh yeah, I like his Chad. special footprints on the moon. That album he put out. Okay. And then he also has a newer one out called Dad Channels. They're both A+. Okay. One's on Amazon Prime, one's streaming. One's an album, one's a special. I have, I've got Prime, Hulu, and Netflix because I didn't cancel any of them. I should have, but I love them. I have a lot more than that, but it's because I live here. Sure. My entertainment well, options are that. We just got a smart TV, so it has like 
all of all of them, but we were Roku before that, like old school Roku. You know what I mean? Like 2012 Roku. Okay. But now we're upgraded. But does Roku look different? I just got my first Roku TV. So it's, I don't know. This isn't great. I never podcast, had one. So I had, yeah. dude. We're all we're all Amazon Fire Stick. Oh. And then our TV, our smart TV, is a Roku built in. Oh, okay. So it's a one different thing. Sure. Ours has like the smart cast. So like you just, there's like all of these different apps on there and you just click into one of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It used to be a Roku. Cool. I don't know where I was going with that, but. I'm trying to let you get there. <laughs> I think the longer I go, the the further away I'm going to get there. <laughs> How's the stout round two? Good. I'd give this one a, um, <laughs> a solid. <laughs> I like the first one better. It's the same beer, but the first one like hit the spot a little bit more. And it's, I'm to go back to our conversation earlier. I'm more of an ice cold guy. Ice cold? No. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna pause this for one second. Cool. All right, we're back. That was a solid pee break. Zach knocked down the door to the or the wall to the bathroom. <laughs> I have no comment on that. It was an embarrassing moment, nonetheless. <laughs> All right. It's, you didn't describe it well. I said, "Look to your left. There'll be a, a no." The door. It wasn't a wall. It was like a, something a lady would get dressed behind in the 1930s. Yeah. One time there was like at one point there was a whole bunch of like string thrown about with a bunch of pictures attached to it. Okay. And it was upstairs in our kitchen and it was just brought down here for a privacy guard because that bathroom is clearly not a bathroom. Sure. Right? It's temporary. Um, One night in one of my stupors, I just kind of backed up too far, knocked the whole thing down. All the pictures come crumbling down. Oh, okay. Now we don't care about that as much apparently. (laughs) (laughs) We, huh? Sorry, Megan. (laughs) I love saying we when I'm saying things that I like hate about <laughs> what we decide to do. Does that make sense? Yep. 100%. Um, so, I was saying off air, you have no idea how lucky you are as far as being able to live in Mankato. Like, I know I have the option to do that too. I just, I didn't. But you are so close to so much good beer, liquor store-wise, that it's like a destination. If we go on a shopping trip or like a fun day trip, we'll go to Mankato for the day. We'll go eat at a restaurant. We'll see a movie and then we'll grab a bunch of groceries at Walmart or something. And then you go the second part of groceries, MGM. Okay. You guys have such a good selection there. And the thing is Mankato is not a craft beer town and it should be. What makes you say that though? So you have Mankato brewery, which has its loyalists, but overall, it's okay quality beer. It's I not, agree. It's not. It's almost subpar. Their main production, I would say. You got to go to the tap room for their small nano releases that are better. It's a cool tap room. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've been to a lot of tap rooms lately. That's just kind of a warehouse. Sure. <laughs> cool location. Cool decor. No. <laughs> There's not enough going on in there. No. Um, but it's, I don't know, like, so we'll get, we'll go crazy for Spiritfall, right? Okay. Kay. Spiritfall is, 
My wife made these. It's a it's a beer. It comes out once a year. It's from this company called Fair State out of the cities. We don't get it down here. We have to go to New Ulm at the earliest to get it. We buy out the store, right? Um, and What's the whole, so good about it? It's just a, it's a really good hazy IPA that uses a certain kind of hops that it's it's once a year. It's it's a whole okay. thing. It's an event, right? So we'll. Oh shit! Round two's here. <laughs> Adam's just walking in. Hey, what's up, man? Hey. I'm Zach. I'm Zach. So, I'll go to Mankato. And you guys will have cases upon cases of it in stock. And it's unreal. I'll go back the next weekend, same amount of beers, like one person bought a four-pack. I'm like, how do these people not know about this? The knowledge just isn't there. So from that standpoint, I would agree from an off-sale standpoint. I would say it's it's not a big craft beer town. But I would say on-sale or like on-site bars, things like that, if you go to any bar right now, I bet half their taps are craft beer. Right, but uh, I mean, I don't know. Like I've been okay. Granted, the last time I was at Pub Five Hundred, it was at like ten a.m., and so we were the only ones buying beer. The person I was with though was getting like Shell's Bach beer, and I'm like looking around. And I'm like, you got Fulton, you got this, you got that. I'm like, holy shit! And I had like four cool beers that I couldn't get around here on tap. Sure. The person I was with just chugged Shell's. I'm like, boring, and they're from there. I feel like that's like, so my dad only drank Mountain Dew. And then when I would go over to my friend's house for sleepover, they had like Wild Cherry Pepsi and Cherry 7-Up and Mountain Dew and Dr. Pepper. Like, I feel like that's what that's what that is. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm around it all the time, it's not that cool. But when you come over for a sleepover at your buddy's house and oh, you can drink Cherry 7-Up. That's a good analogy. That's what it is. Because you just can't have it all the time. What do you think? <laughs> Adam, yeah. Adam, you should run back to the fridge while we're still on yeah. this episode. Yes. Go grab a can of this. Okay. You're gonna like it. Okay. Yeah. Have you had it? No, I haven't. Go grab it. It is tasty. I put one back in there for. I us. put Adam on the spot. I just met him. I was like, hey, I know you just got here halfway this kind of conversation, but answer this question. But I feel like you're more excited about it because you're not around it as much. And in fairness, I'm not as big beer drinker as you are. I like my vodkas, but. Yeah. <laughs> you do like mixed drinks. I've noticed that. Vodka water. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. Why? So There's no taste. I just mean why. <laughs> I used to drink vodka sevens, but I don't drink soda that much when I'm not drinking. Okay. So it Even was just like, well, I'll just do vodka waters. Is it just like a health reason? or? Oh, fuck no. I mean, okay. I lost 15 pounds doing it originally, but I gained that back plus 25. So... But honestly, I just it helps the hangovers, and you don't drink as fast. I feel like because oh, you don't awful. enjoy it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a punishment. I remember drinking like just for the sake of drinking vodka with water, and then I would drench some of those Mio squeezables in there. Oh yeah, just to yeah. give it some flavor. Ugh. Like a sophomore college girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That they would always do that at house parties, like the Mio thing. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then I remember at some of our house parties, it was always, um, I always wanted to be a good host, even though I didn't have any money. <laughs> so I would buy, <laughs> me and Ben would go to, we'd go to the liquor store and buy two thirty-six packs of bo- Boxer Light. And we'd call it, we'd call it our house beer. And it's like, <laughs> if you guys want to play beer pong, you don't have to waste your shit. Wow. And that's what we tried to do. Like That's we, classy. And we got people coming back because of that. Really? So what we would do, and then we'd buy ourselves, because we weren't craft beer drinkers at the time, we'd buy ourselves a six-pack of McGolden each, 
Okay. So I would chug six McGoldens, and then by that time, Boxer Light's not so bad. Sure. And then you pee the bed, and then you start it over again next That's weekend. That's a class move, though, Boxer Light. <laughs> <laughs> you notice how they put the handle on that thing? It's like, if you've tried to lift on that thing, oh, yeah. you got to grip it like duffel It's style. a two-hander. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What do you think of the stout, Adam? Holy crap. Uh Uh-huh. They nailed that taste. It's like dead on. Yeah. That's that's, that's Oreos. I was telling Tim, like... Uh, Mike's on? Yeah, yeah. Got me now? No. I don't have it in my ear. Try it now? How about now? Hello? Hello? You should be good. Am I? I don't hear myself. Just going at it. Or is it this mic? Uh, dude, you should be on. Try it again. Am I on now? Oh, you're left. Got it. <laughs> No, you're not. You're not. You're not. Your cable matters. That one's on. Yeah, just sit over there. Okay. Just bring your chair over. Yeah, bring the chair over. <laughs> Corey's a no-show? As of right now. Yeah, so they... He gets the dead mic then. We'll fix that before he gets here. We'll, we'll start the second show. So, <laughs> you're saying you like that because they nailed the what now? The, the taste is like dead on yeah i mean holy crap it was like i can feel my tits growing can you like (laughs) that's how rich it is for sure i told tim like so many of those stouts are like oh we taste like this and then you drink it you're like no no it doesn't taste like that that nailed it Mm -hmm. yeah unreal there's a lot of geniuses out there (laughs) (laughs) right and i am not one of them (laughs) yeah you are where are you going on vacation? Uh, Mexico. Oh, nice. You don't listen to our show. He That's mentions it every week for <laughs> no, the last three months. I don't. <laughs> I, 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 listen, I went I out told... of my way to not talk about it as much as because I did do that for a second. <laughs> Everyone does that. Everyone does that. Because I'm so pumped. <laughs> You're supposed to be excited for your vacation. I know. And then I just, no. I was just giving you crap. I know you were, but I'm like, no, but I, I made a point of it. I'm like, you're like, you brought it up last week. I'm like. No, I fucking didn't because I knew <laughs> in my head, don't bring it up. Well, I listened to last week's episode, so to get prepared. <laughs> You're all caught up? Yep. <laughs> Mushrooms, um, Rolling Stones concert, Bruce Springsteen, what else? Damn. Could probably take that to the last month of episodes. No. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> do you ever listen to Power Trip? I feel like I should do a Tommy's takes for you guys like once a month, right? Just come on, like uh, three weeks ago, this was awesome, and so we had a guy. Yep, Joe. Joe came in. Just did Joe's takes. He did Joe's jots. Joe's jots. Yeah, yeah. Joe Holman came in and did that. Um, just a one-off chance that, that he was here the night we were recording or whatever, and he was like, "Can I come in?" We're like, "Hell yeah!" Because he's like an old friend or whatever from way back in the day. Yep. He came in and did that. So yeah, absolutely. You can come in whenever you want. I got that. a zig and zack. Zig and zag. Oh. Zig and zack, you know, bouncing from point to point. There you go. Okay. There you go. It's already got a- Yeah. If you had something prepared, I'd let you do it. 
Um, I don't love concerts with a lot of people at them, and I perform. I perform. I prefer indoor concerts to outdoor concerts. So. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, dude, the uh, yeah. First Avenue is turning <laughs> 50 this now year. Now that vapes are invented, I should preface that. <laughs> <laughs> Previous to that, it was outdoor concerts. Um, The Hold Steady is playing First Avenue and the 7th Street Entry, like, over two nights. They're playing two shows the next, whatever, at the 7th Street Entry in one night. Uh, tickets go on sale Friday. Uh, this week, I will be attempting to get them. Okay. It's like the 50th anniversary of First Avenue, and they're starting like to do weekends of epic concerts. Cool. Really? The Hold Steady last played Surly Festival Field. What's that, 10,000? So coming back to First Ave's a big deal. Okay. Yeah, tickets are kind of pricey, but I'm like, worth it. It's such a great show there. If you can see one of the bands you love at First Avenue. I've seen two bands that I love there, and then... No, three. Three. It's just so... I saw three bands that I love. Sort of intimate setting, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, I think yes. the Fine Line is one of my favorite venues in the cities. I've never been there. Have you been to um, yeah. the Orpheum? Yes, I like that. Yeah, it's a big theater. <laughs> I saw some band my ex girlfriend liked there. The Script. They were actually pretty good. Oh, good for um, you. Yeah, <laughs> great story. I've seen comedy there. Oh, yeah. Did Did we see Segura there? No, we're, we, that was we like, see Segura somewhere? Yeah, we saw Segura. Separate but equally. Yeah, we were at the same show. He taped his first Netflix special, varsity? completely normal. It was orange in the background. I want to say it was called like The Cowls. Yeah. Something weird. Like It was like a 400-seat theater, and it was yeah. like new, like newly refurbished and all that. Yeah. It felt very like high school auditorium 2008 in it. Yeah. Okay. You know what I, I mean? Like the state theater, you that, look up right? and you see like old school porcelain and shit. Yeah. This had none of that. It had like no. acoustic tiles. No, yeah. No, it was, okay. yeah. Super modern. It was cool. It was the only, that's the only uh, taping I've ever been to as far as comedy shows. Okay. I've unknowingly been to a few album tapings. Oh, really? Yeah. They turn them into albums later. Sure. You had no idea that that was happening. I'm like, that's the way it should be. Oh, God. Yeah, you don't want (laughs) to say, hey, this is an album set. Uh You're dooming yourself. Right. (laughs) Someone's going to yell a free bird. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. Uh. I saw Louis Katz tape an album, and I saw Tony Kameen tape an album. And they were both like epic sets and that's why you had no idea that they were laying sure. album down so you thought you just saw like the most fire set you've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about acme earlier but that's the thing is you go up there we we're talking about like seeing a bunch of comedians that you've never heard of before sometimes and they're hilarious and you're like god there's that many people that are funnier than i am you know like you go up there and see a stand-up and it's just like that 45 minutes was unbelievable there's nothing funnier than that and then the headliner comes up and does an hour of just brilliant stuff. Like, it doesn't get any better than this. Nobody fucks never, around there at no. Acme. Nobody oh. fucks around. So I saw, clean. I saw Pete Davidson at the Women's Theater. Not women's. It's the Women's Theater. Mm-hmm. It was the last night of his tour. He could not give more than a fuck. Like, he did not care that he was there. He just complained about his tour the whole time. Really? He didn't do any material. And then we saw a special SMD on Comedy Central. I'm like... Well, yeah, he's doing actual material. I'm like, so he is a funny comic. Okay. Because he wasn't that night. Sure. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Like his openers, he had like nine guys all riding a bus, and they all did time before him. And we were like, 
<sighs> when's Pete coming out? <laughs> sure. <laughs> One guy took it seriously. The rest of them just talked about like, I'm on acid. And it's the Gay Pride Festival. Somebody, as soon as we got off the bus, they're like, you want some acid? And we're like, oh, yeah, give me nights <laughs> we're just like okay cool <laughs> pete davidson's one of those guys that like does shrooms and acid though he's done it before and he seems like he wouldn't do shrooms or acid like he seems like he'd be the narc guy that's like hey want to try some shrooms or acid he's like look at my butthole eyes <laughs> <laughs> what is this list over here that i'm looking at well, that's the that was our fantasy death league oh that cory one how do you win it? Um, so it was the guy a, you pick dies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a the plus one hundred rule. So uh-huh. if you were, it was up to a hundred. So if you were fifty and you died, you got fifty points. But if you were one hundred and one, you got one point. If you're, you know, anything over a hundred, sure. you only got one point. <laughs> Kirk Douglas has been on my list Kirk for like a decade. Douglas, hundred and one. Yeah, and he died uh, this year. That I was like three years ago. Kirk Douglas died? Just yeah. recently. What? That I list, thought he died a, w- a couple years ago. I didn't know he died. <laughs> that list is like 2018. Wow, this that guy list, just got ruined. Yeah, that's like two <laughs> or three years old, that list. We haven't done it since Alex then. Jones, 43. <laughs> oh, yeah. Aaron Carter, 30. He beat that. <laughs> Yeah, there was a I think Kirk it, Douglas on there twice. I think we had an under forty. I think there's rule. a couple guys uh, list up there. Yeah. Oh no, the, everybody's list is in there. That's multiple. Oh, oh it's all okay. the players. It's the top twenty. Twenty okay. was too many people. I think. Yeah. That's yeah, why that's I wanted. That's like a top five. Didn't Goldie Hawn die? I think she so. Did? She's not highlighted. Yeah, but she might not have passed that year. Uh Goldie Hawn's dead. I'm pretty sure. Holy shit. Yeah, I remember reading that on MSN. Does that make you sad? Who spelled yeah, Sarandon? <laughs> Susan Sarandon. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, Zach's just having a blast like naming things that he sees yeah. in this room. I'm like, there's a lot to keep your attention Should, around right. here. This looks like a uh, Seth Rogen before he got completely fat. Kind of. <laughs> That's Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't diss Andy. Well, I mean that in a nice way. It looks like cool. Seth Rogen before he got kind of fat. <laughs> that uh, That's the same person? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like a 1980s uh, like Bruce Springsteen cover band, and this guy looks like he's got his own YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andy. <laughs> and this was Zig and Zach. <laughs> Sponsored by <laughs> What is it? King Edward's Tobacco <laughs> Yeah, you're very observant We should play an adult game of I Spy <laughs> uh, I just, you know I'm like it, It's like when you go to Mankato and look at the beer section That's what I'm doing right now <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, we'll be here we got for a an collection. Hour <laughs> like we'll it be is here a for great an hour. Setup down here, Tim. Seriously. Yeah, well, it's going away eventually. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's part of marriage, I guess. I know. We did the we did a show last week or two weeks ago, depends on when you're listening to this. <laughs> At the sign store, Adam's location. Yeah. That yes. was. 
that's a really cool hang. Like, I don't think you want your office turned into a full-on studio, but I'm like, that was a good place to, if we needed to get away. Right. Have you ever guys done, you've done some more live often. podcasts, right? Some what? Live podcasts? Oh, or, yeah. Like, uh, did you ever do that 24-hour bit? Yeah. How was that? <laughs> oh, fucking brutal. Yeah. Where'd you do it at? His store. Oh, okay. He's got a store on Main Street, uh, Springfield Signs. If you do that again, I'd, I'd no, actually nope, be a part nope, of it. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing that. No, Why don't you just no, do sir. six hour stints. T- Tim got burned out on. <laughs> I suppose after a while. Like, were you by yourself ever? For a while, I was by myself for like an hour. I'm like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> what did you do? I don't remember. Yeah. I took a lot of breaks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, played some music. I you? played a lot of music. Um, tried to find things to talk about, like BuzzFeed lists and things like that. Mm-hmm. I did that. Yeah, it was terrible. I thought like that'd be fun, man called a guy didn't you we called a guy yeah we started i wanted to talk to a british guy i'd never talked to a british guy before so i made it my goal so i just started calling not like gas stations in london but it was like like 1 a.m over there when Uh, i started doing it so it was like really they were all confused like what you mean what you want i'm like you're a woman damn it like i would hang up (laughs) was that a british accent (laughs) what you mean what you want (laughs) what you trying to say no no i don't i don't know what you're saying to me i can't hear you (laughs) <laughs> through these microphones, you know? Sure, sure. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was bad. That was a fantasy football. That don't even remember. Yeah, what the hell was that for? That was a pretty brutal bet, too, or no? Yeah, it was, must have been season it long. Loss? It must have been the season long one. Okay. Cuz we did little mini ones leading up to it. Okay. Would you ever get a tattoo for a bet? No. Do you have any tattoos? No. How about you? Yeah, a few. Yeah. <laughs> would you would you get one for a bet? Like, would oh, you bet a tattoo? Not? He's like why sleeped not? out. <laughs> oh, really? I think I would bet a tattoo myself. I wouldn't. How big does it have to be? That'd be my first question. Well, I feel like, <laughs> I guess my question is, is if like you had five pre pre approved bet tattoos. That, oh, like yeah, yeah. You, you would agree to a year long bet about that. Yeah. Like, if I if I get to see what the tattoos are, all I of them smaller from? than a baseball. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you know well, what? Do you want a better tattoo? Swastika. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll bet you a David Crash back tattoo. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, if it's only baseball size, you can cover it up. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's Mickey Mouse's ear. <laughs> <laughs> I have Javanese kanji written on the back of my arm, so every time someone asks me what it says... I always make, like, it's usually chicken fried rice. Like, that's my answer. And then there's always the, no, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not, but why not? What does it mean? Have you taken Google Translate to it? So, (laughs) basically it means crab rangoon with, no, it means uh, (laughs) family, friends, and love, supposedly. And here. (laughs) Why did you get that? Here, here's the honest, honest answer. That's like I, I don't even tattoo. love. I don't even like any of those things. I hate love. Right. Family's way overrated. Friends are okay, depending on who. But I, uh, I played college football at that time, and I thought it would look so badass coming out of the back of my jersey because I had another teammate. Oh, that had for it. sure. I but his was that, way yeah. bigger than mine. Okay. So you could barely see mine. So I was so. like super bummed about it. So I got a, I got a rebound tattoo. Oh. 
Which I don't even really know what that means. So his was bigger because he had bigger arms? No, he just had bigger lettering. Like, <laughs> it was three block letters that went boom, boom, boom. Now, mine, like, goes halfway down the tricep. But I want to get, I want to get, like, a, my new thing I've been throwing around is kind of like a bit, is just to get funny tattoos as, like, a conversation starter. Ooh, yeah, if yes. I ever did a, I've yes. talked about this, if I ever got a tattoo, it would be a cartoon drawing of a slice of pizza. <laughs> Why? Because I love pizza. Ah, uh, pizza. Yeah. K- Shoulder blade too. Oh, see, I would, I would do like a a teardrop piece of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Post Malone, like a little pe- a piece of pepperoni falling off the slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the tattoo to get. Yes, uh, I might. Yeah. I, Part if my will was written today, ten percent of my estate would be going to Casey's pepperoni pizza right now. Because that's how much I love it. Really? Wow. What? I mean, I like it. I love it. <laughs> it's the best Wha- gas station pizza we'll in say. the world. Yeah. Yeah. No I'll doubt. That. Yes. No doubt. Well, okay. But their breakfast pizza, the bacon, untouchable. Breakfast? Oh fuck, that's awesome. Their pizza in general is. Have I make better pizza I, than Casey's pizza. I, I have think. a theory. No, you don't. I have a theory uh, with Casey's pizza. <laughs> I, I think it tastes so good because they sprinkle crack on it. Oh, for sure. I and mean, the, seriously. The grease. It's the, it's the promoter from the New Prague show making it. <laughs> Call back. Uh, oh, that story. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you have to listen next week. We both remembered like 10 stories we'd forgotten existed tonight, all of them very painful. Oh, yeah. It all just our, en- our old memory cylinder just started firing up, and we're okay. like, oh, what about that one time? <laughs> a lot of that. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of awesome. a lot of shit. Like, we, we we ate a lot of shit. Now that like we've had this podcast, like I didn't realize how much shit we actually did together yeah. for that period of time, dude. Seriously, it and was for you to be working with your hero at that time, like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the whole time I'm like. Why don't they call me? I'm better than Zach. Yeah, never meet your heroes because you realize you're better than them and you work harder than them and then you still have to get paid less than them. <laughs> right? Moral right. story? No. No. But we did spend a lot of time together. I didn't realize that until we got, went down memory lane there. Like Those are a lot of rock bottom memories to have with one person. It's good that we distance ourselves for like, I haven't seen you in probably five years. Right. We see each other like once a year through Maybe. Mike. Yeah. yeah. And we're and and you're, I, I gave Tim credit for this earlier. Like he was the one when we met like five years ago. Like you got to do podcasts. We got to get out. We got to do this. We got to do that. And I'm like, what's a podcast? I don't want to travel, but um, you've been on top of it since day one. Oh, I just so, wanted something to yes. do. And right. now that I got this in my basement, I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. Good thing there wasn't smart TV or Roku back then. Otherwise, oh, this would have never came to be. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. That's pretty true. That's pretty true. <laughs> and on that note. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll see you next week, bitches.